Hi, welcome to another episode of Turd Polisher, the podcast where we crack open the human mind and attempt to find out what makes us tick and what makes us sick. guest today is a very talented singer and songwriter. She is the former singer of Tsunami Bomb and currently makes music under the name Survival Guide. Please welcome Emily Whitehurst. Emily! Hello! Um, Okay, so Emily, our podcast is called Turd Polisher, and Uh I think I talked to you about it in a parking lot at Petaluma Market last time I saw you. (laughs) Yes. We're going to talk about Hotel California today. Yes, we are. I'm excited. Eh. I'm excited too. I listened to it. I listened to it this morning. Um, my partner said, "I like this. This is about a. It's a ghost story." I wasn't aware it was about anything, and I've heard different folklore about. It's about the rehab where Jerry Garcia died, and the more I listen to the lyrics, the more I feel like it's not about anything. What do you think it's about? Well, I've never, I've never tried to analyze the lyrics because I hate it so much that I just don't even want it to be in my mind. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Th- there is a lot of lore about the song though, you know, like references to uh, other bands in there. And like, there's like a Steely Dan reference where they say like stab him with the Steely knives. Oh, like, talk about Steely Dan. It's just, Oh, I think it's just a lot of like, you know, it's, it's more like setting a vibe than a, than any actual meaning. Yeah, it just yeah. Seemed, it just always seemed cryptic to me. Yeah. Uh, but I never I, I I never, you know, wanted to find any depth in it. <laughs> I just kind of yeah, wanted sure. to hate it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and um, is that just because musically it, it drives you crazy? You know, we're trying to get to the bottom of uh, what, why you feel so strongly about this song. Is it the length of the song? Is it just the the vibe? Tell me a little bit more about why you hate this song so much. I've been thinking about that a little bit since, you know, knowing that we were going to discuss it and uh, tried not to think about it too much so we could talk about it here and maybe uncover some things. Okay, so somehow it's very boring, but also it gets stuck in my head just mercilessly. If anyone even says Hotel California, it is then in my head, like just different parts (laughs) of it, different verses. And I don't like it. So it's almost like it's, it's, um, it's attacking me. (laughs) (laughs) And as you mentioned, it's so long. So, uh, whenever I, I developed this hatred for it, you know, it didn't take long to realize that when it comes on the radio, if I'm driving, I would switch it and then I probably would want to switch it back to that station. And it, it would seem like an endless song is every time like, okay, it's been a few minutes. I'm going to go back to my main station now. And it's still going. It just goes yeah. forever. Yeah. It's in that, it's in that kind of club of like epic karaoke punisher, you know, where it's like <laughs> yeah. this, you like, you pick this and you like, and people are like, fuck you. That's like, six and a half minutes um there's a lot of a lot of the songs that people pick well at least some of them are i think part of it is that they're very long like uh, american pie Uh is really long um and i think that adds to it because yeah like 
this song has essentially one chord progression for six and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's totally obnoxious. The part <laughs> that gets stuck in my head is actually the guitar solo at the end. They're like... You know yes, that part? I do. <laughs> Unfortunately. If, if, if any part is like kind of good about this song, I think that would probably be it. You know, it's like kind of cool. Guitar yeah, at least it, at least it does something different there with that. Yeah, but still the same progression. <laughs> yeah. The chorus, the verse, the solo, all the same progression. Um, Navid brought up the Gypsy Kings cover of this song, which is totally awesome right i mean it's pretty pretty good did you listen to it emily i did not i did not i avoid this song in all of its forms (laughs) well you've seen it's in big lebowski have you seen big lebowski oh yeah of course i don't remember it in that there's a great scene where he's in the cab and he's like i hate the fucking eagles and the guy kicks him out and then like the next scene is like this Oh, I will I will do my homework and listen to it afterwards. Just listen to it. I'd be curious. We could talk about it next time we do the follow-up. Um, but I'd be curious to see how you feel about that because their cover of it is in Spanish, for one. So the lyrics, if you don't speak Spanish fluently, which I don't, it's less distracting because the lyrics, once you really dig into them, they're really quite stupid. Um, <laughs> or crypt- cryptic, as you put it. So that part is just sort of nice. I mean, Spanish is beautiful, and it's just like, ah, I don't understand this, and it's just a gorgeous language. And it's also kind of like acoustic, kind of flamenco, more vibes. And um, it's also like way faster tempo. It's like a... So it cuts a minute and a half off, which is really nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could, I could so, see that being a lot better. Before we get too deep, let me hit you with some song facts here. Um, all right, so this song is, of course, Hotel California. It is from the album Hotel California. The band <laughs> is actually, it's not the Eagles, it's just Eagles, it turns out. Oh. Yeah. Um, that's fun. It was released in 1977. It was the number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100 for only one week, uh, which is surprising <laughs> to me, because the album itself is a 26-time platinum certified album, and it is the third best-selling album of all time what? in the United wow. States. That's amazing. Number two is Thriller. Number one is Greatest Hits by Eagles. No <laughs> way. Yep. So this band has the I'm numbers so one out. and three, number one and three best-selling albums of all time, sandwiching Thriller. That's so um, upsetting to me. I know. And I think, I mean, obviously a lot of it has to do with like when it happened is the 70s. Yeah, but of all time. Um, people were still buying albums. It was, no, like like yeah. late 70s, 80s was like peak album time. And then, because earlier than that, it was still singles were really popular, like buying 45s and buying singles was more popular than like the concept of an album as a work of art. And, you know, once you get into the the streaming age, everything changes numbers wise. So these are probably standings that are never going to be, never going to be toppled. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Uh, (laughs) It won a record of the year, which is song of the year in the 1978 Grammys. And the working title of this song was Mexican Reggae. Because um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Don Felder, one of the guitarists for Eagles, he, he came up with the song 
and he had a bunch of, he had a demo tape with a bunch of ideas on it. This was on there. Don Henley, who's the singing drummer, and Glenn Fry, who's one of the other guitarists, they wrote the lyrics for it. And the working title is Mexican Reggae because that's what they thought it sounded like. Kind of has a kind of bolero feeling to it, and then also a little bit of reggae vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the Joe Joe Walsh, I know he's into the he adds the reggae vibes to the to Eagles. <laughs> I, I don't like. I really don't like that they're not called the Eagles. I know it's really really bothersome. It, make, we, it makes it worse. To? Do we have to conform to that? I feel like we should just. No, yeah. we'll say the. Okay, for good. sure. Well, it sounds like a like a early 2000s post hardcore band now you know totally eagles yeah. eagles yeah which i don't like that anyway nah. i think i mean and i'm not the smartest tool in the shed here but it's more spanish i mean the yeah. style do you know totally. what i'm saying so absolutely but they're from la they're from la so they went with geography yeah. that makes sense too yeah i mean there's i mean mexican music that's got that guitar too um, mm-hmm. just to me it sounded more spanish but yeah, kind of like that flamenco almost influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, this is also one of those songs that's like, <laughs> it seems like it has a lot of mystique and we're trying to figure it out. It's almost like a conspiracy theory or something. But then it's like, <laughs> probably these dudes were just in a band and they just wrote a really stupid song and they're just having fun. And then it ended up accidentally being huge. <laughs> right. Well, the story I, part of the story I read was that, you know, they had the demo the um, instrumental for it and it, that basically stayed the same and they were driving back into LA I can't remember like from the desert somewhere right they're driving back into LA and they're just kind of like spitballing ideas and this is what they came up with so mm-hmm. I think it is just a bunch of bunch of dudes living the great 70s rock star lifestyle in LA and they came up with this uh, gibberish of a song <laughs> yeah yeah totally <laughs> that's what it sounds like but it's masked so well in mystique mm-hmm. that it seems deep or important or do you guys or nauseating do you think yeah. that a lot of people like this song like in general absolutely yes absolutely yeah. <laughs> and i i also think a lot of people hate this song emily you're not alone like a mm-hmm. lot of people hate it's on the lists of like you know most hated songs it's definitely it? in the top 10 yeah oh, really? you're not you're not alone with it Okay. And I think it's because, like I said earlier, it's partly because of the, the length, because it's catchy and long, and it makes yeah. makes you mad. Yeah. I feel and, like, I mean, it, and, wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't make me so mad if it didn't somehow also get stuck in my head forever and ever, right. and mm-hmm. so easily. Like, totally. I can't escape it. I actually kind of put off listening to it until today, <laughs> uh, because I am familiar with the tune. It wasn't like it was my first time hearing it, but I just knew, especially we've done this podcast a little bit now, and whatever song we're studying it gets really deeply in my head for a long time mm-hmm. so i figured i'd push this one to the last moment and and i'm glad i did because as soon as i heard it i was like suck in my head yeah. bad <laughs> okay so i was i was digging into the lyrics today because there's this line that's about uh the smell of colonitas in the air Colitas, right. Colitas. Yeah. <laughs> colonitas. Colonitas would be small colons. So this, yeah. is, this is small colas. And, you know, I know that much Spanish where it's like itas is a small, the small feminine, right, way to say it. And mm-hmm. so I, I sent you guys a little thing about it. That I found people kind of arguing about what that means in the song. And um, there's a lot of discussion on the Internet about what they mean. But 
the consensus seems to be that they're talking about like weed, like colas, like the tips of buds of marijuana, which is weird because it's like the little tips of buds. I don't. I still don't understand the line, but that was the one that really kind of like irked me and. <laughs> maybe seemed deeper than it actually is but it made me look it up and kind of explore it um so are, are there any lyrics in the song emily that stand out to you besides welcome to the hotel california <laughs> well i mean it, it really is weird how when it gets stuck in my head i it's not just the chorus that gets stuck in my head you know it'll i'll get some uh but they just, just can't, can't kill the beast, kill the beast. or um what is it? You can step out anytime you... You know, you can check out anytime you like. But you can never leave. Um, all these rhyming, you know, all these rhyming lines, I think, that just add to the catchiness of it. I haven't ever actually read the lyrics, although I feel like most of them are easily deciphered when you listen to it. Yeah, and so those, those lines you mentioned, I remember those lines too. They get stuck in your head and then... But so that's why I think like the the Colitas one, <laughs> some of those lines slip through the cracks a little bit. So when you're actually paying attention, you're like, wait, what are all these other, what are all these other lines? The ones that weren't stuck in my head, they're just like. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm kind of looking forward to that now that you mention it. Like maybe I'll learn something about how much more I dislike these lyrics <laughs> and this song. Yeah, or, <laughs> or maybe you'll find something that you really like about them. Maybe. maybe like, actually, that's. That's pretty good. It's, I get I, that. It's it's possible. Unlikely. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, <laughs> I think what we're going to try to do, you know, so we're going to try to do a cover of the song. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you thought about what you would do if you had to cover this tune, but I think maybe off the bat, it seems like we would want to shorten it any way we can. Right. Yeah, like for sure. See. For sure. Okay. Yeah. I, ha- yeah. I have thought about it. I haven't. Um. I mean, since I haven't listened to it or anything leading up to this, I would think there's probably a way we could cut some. Um, we can obviously we can make it faster, but I would think there's probably some sections we could cut. Like maybe how long is the instrumental section? You know, does it really need oh, to go so on? So the guitar solo is about two and a half minutes. Oh at wow! The end of the song. <laughs> Because actually, like today when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, it's over? I mean, that felt like forever in a way. But also, I was surprised. That six and a half minutes really flew by. <laughs> I've thought about it quite a bit. Because the goal is to make it into a song that I like. Right? Is that correct? Or mm-hmm. as much as possible? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully a cover of it that you're like, hey, that's that's good. <laughs> that's uh, all right. I mean, obviously, I would want to change, like, the feel of the song. And uh, I... I could only see it going in one of two directions, kind of leaning more towards one direction. The first one I thought of was I kind of really enjoy taking songs, uh, cover songs, and turning them into like a dramatic Lana Del Rey style. Open up a beer and you say get over here and play a video game. Although it's already pretty slow and depressing. So that wouldn't right. be... Um, that wouldn't be that interesting, I guess. And then the other thing I was thinking was if there's a way we could make it into more of like an 80s type song, like a yes, like a kind of a synthy. I mean, I'm not sure how fast, but faster, more, a little more upbeat. Yeah, I like that because a lot of the time, like when I do a cover, I think I, I, I like to do that too. I'll take and slow it down. I'm like, okay, I'm going to sludge this or 
you know, make it sadder, obviously, too. And then um, this song, <laughs> yeah, I want to get through Speed it. So it up, yeah, yeah. The first thing I thought was like, okay, like tempo would be great. And like, I think, like I said, the Gypsy Kings version, one reason why it's better is that it's faster. Uh-huh. Uh, but I would still want to get away from the Mexican reggae oh, vibe, yeah. too. <laughs> and uh, it's one of those songs that's so infectious in its, uh, the progression. I really think we need to change it. If it was just faster, it will still be the same song. So there's, you know, it'll take some effort to really kind of change the music. You want to change part. the melody and stuff? Yes. I think, I mean, if, if you want, you know, yeah, it's got to be collaborative. But. Yeah, I mean, I'm up for it, for sure. Sorry, I listened to this today also, and it had been a while. Um, I thought I didn't have to hear it ever again in my life. Um, I was like, oh, I know how that song goes, like the back of my hand. But I listened to it. To me, what jumped out as, I think, the coolest part is actually the bass, the bass line of the song. baseline is great and that's definitely where the reggae the reggae part comes in right yeah so you're saying navid that you want to keep the baseline <laughs> i just think that i think the baseline is the strongest part of the song because i do think the worst part of this song aside from the length is the drums gabe you're a drummer how do you feel about these drums <laughs> i am a drummer and yeah you know they're definitely pushing the the reggae vibe too um and actually, as a drummer, I'm sort of guilty of, like, that Stuart Copeland kind of just... Message in the bottle, yeah. Reggae. I do that reggae shit too much. That... <laughs> kind of stuff, too. Yeah. I've always been such a sucker for it. And I listened to, like, ska so much growing up. And it's so part of my drummer DNA. But even that being said, like... Sometimes you do it right. Sometimes it's very like, I don't want to use the word straight, but the word stiff. It has sort of a stiff. I feel like reggae drumming in its purest form is not stiff at all. You know right. what I'm saying? It can, it can be tight and precise, but it has a sort of looseness in its nature. And I think this song executes it poorly as far as the, um, it has a real stiffness to it, which is sort of like, yeah, no, it, it does kind of suck. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the, the, tom, <laughs> like the, the little tom fills really, uh, we're really doing it to me. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting sound. It almost sounds like they played on like a cocktail kit or something, you know? It's very um I mean, they have the tightness, but it's it has like a toy, like toy quality to it. Right. Infantile. So the drums are the worst part and the bass is the best part. <laughs> Great, Navi. That's nice. Oh, Navi, it, it was this be a good time to mention that you're a bass player? I can I can play bass. Yeah. <laughs> Just like calling each other out. <laughs> I would just go ahead and say that generally the bass is the best instrument generally yeah. and generally. drums are just generally the worst <laughs> instrument on any song especially like moby dick by yeah. led zeppelin the <laughs> drums are so boring on They're- there like They're they- just like loud except for like saint anger by metallica the dr- that snare that's mm. sick. Pe- people talk trash on that tone, but I like I like that. So I'll, I'll edit this me. out for your. Uh, yeah, edit all this out for so, your um, reputation. <laughs> <laughs> so Emily, yeah. So like when you say '80s, a broad decade. <laughs> yes. uh, well, let's go. Let's get a little more specific because I I know that Navid lit up a little bit. I can see I can see both of us go 
different uh, directions and what that means. Yeah. Naveen and I are, are often like, yeah, let's do it like Devo. That's like the 80s. Yeah. But then also in my head, I'm like, well, it could be Tears for Fears. Show. It could be Oingo Boingo. It could be Duran Duran. It could also just be Descendants. Those all sound I mean, who's, great. Who's to in me. the 80s? Metallica. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All of that is good. <laughs> could be Eagles. <laughs> oh, no. Like 80s, 80s Eagles. That would be really heady. Like, Actually, I um, think they were not together in the 80s. Oh, you're right. You're right. They had the Hell Freezes Over tour thing, yeah. right? That's yeah, years bad. active, 1971 <laughs> to 1980, bad. 1994 to present. Right, well, because the, then you got um, Life's Been Good to Me So Far, Joe Walsh. Mm-hmm. That's on the list for sure on this podcast. And um, you got Don Henley, Boys of Summer. Great That's song. That's a jam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like that song? <laughs> a Boys of Summer version of this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I bet Don Henley would really appreciate that. He's yeah. like, I didn't really like the Mexican reggae vibes <laughs> so much anyway. I'm glad you changed it. Where, where I mean, I kind of, yeah, I kind of was thinking like an 80s uh, dance, like, uh, I don't know, like a faster type of, a, a faster Depeche Mode or um, Erasure or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And so like drum machine, synth. Yeah, I mean that's that's that was my initial thought, but I'm not opposed to live drums at all. You could do both. When I'm sort of fantasizing about like a cover of this, I, I hear it fast. Like, I was thinking like I don't know, like X-ray specs kind of could be, or just like uh-huh. Devo in the sort of like kind of punky, <laughs> that kind of <laughs> that kind of vibe in the vocals, like really taking out the like old dad guy. I don't like that part of this song probably wait, the most. Wait, which part? Sort of uh, the way that the way that guy sings, where it's like <laughs> it's like a creaky door kind of. Yeah, it's very like, nasally. And sometimes in music, when they climb up to notes like that, I don't mind that. But it's sort of the like. <laughs> I yeah, I know. Like I know. That. I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't like that either. Okay, so like, but I don't. I mean, I don't. I, like, I don't know if I would be. I feel like it would not be my like. It wouldn't. It's not my strength to do to sing like Devo. Like singing like yeah. Devo would be kind of a not my uh, strong suit. That's and that's fine. You, you know, you could sing it how however you please. Um, you know, musically could be one way and vocally another. But um, yeah, I like the kind of like Depeche Mode mm-hmm. idea. I think that sounds pretty cool. I got Perhaps a question. A goal, yeah, what's that? Sorry, um, uh, do you like other songs from this genre or this era of, of rock and roll? Like late 70s, LA, classic rock. Do you like other Eagles songs? I mean, there's some that I, that I don't mind so much, yeah. but I, I definitely am not a big uh, 70s, late 70s rock fan. There's some mm-hmm. stuff that I do really like, but for the most part, I, eh, I don't necessarily hate it, but I'm not super into it honestly if you ask me to name any other eagles song i would not be able to uh isn't there what uh take it easy or something like that take it easy take it easy they do take it easy Uh uh-huh take it easy i mean considering that they have the their greatest hits is the best-selling album of all time is you've heard every eagles song 
uh, you just probably okay. don't know that it's Eagles. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I, I mean, like I said, I could name that Don Henley song, that Joe yeah. Walsh song. I know Take It Easy now that you say it, but like I didn't know that was the Eagles. Desperado. Oh, that's them too. Wow. Desperado. Great mm. song. Yeah. So wait, Take It Easy is Don't Let the Sound of Your Own Wheels Drive You yeah, Crazy. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, not bad. <laughs> yeah, I can handle that one a lot, lot better. Yeah. But is it six and a half minutes? You know what I mean? Like, it is not. No. Yeah, that's the, the length. The length is a real, it's a deal breaker for me. Yeah, I was thinking also, I mean, one reason why I thought of uh, Depeche Mode, I think, was that I wasn't thinking of changing the melody at all, which is obviously mm-hmm. totally an option, you know? So that kind of, I don't know kind of changes things if we're going to change if we're going to make it like a ha- the a happier you know less minor melody but if not i mean i think it could be actually really awesome in in that kind of a darker synthier type thing i don't know yeah well i'd be interested to see if if we just shortened it and it was a similar progression and it didn't have the kind of door screech dad <laughs> voice you know, it would be interesting to subtract those elements and see if, in fact, you're not still haunted, like, when you hear it. Because yeah. it might still be the spirit of the tune. Your friends would be like, I heard you did a cover of uh, Hotel California. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> you'll still think, Hotel I California, hate it. no. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully you'll be like, Hotel California, yeah. I, I, I think we can do it. I think we can do it. Well, that's I great. believe. Um, I believe in us. Not in ooh. the song. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> our powers combined. Yes. All right. Is there anything else that we need to talk about? Or I love this idea cool. for this podcast. I think this is such a great idea, you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank. I'm yeah, I'm stoked to be much. on it. Um, we're stoked to have you, and you're great. And thanks for being so uh, open-minded and open about your feelings about this. You know, this is a vulnerable subject, <laughs> and it, you know it. it it is vulnerable to t- talk about your least favorite song and and to share what could be perceived as a negative part yeah. of your psyche. You know what I'm saying? It's not I don't believe that hating a song makes you a bad person by any means and that's part of the point of this. It's sort of like you have a bunch of favorite songs obviously too and this is just sort of like I think taste is important and I think knowing what you hate makes it easier to know what you love and so that's sort of what this is about. So, but anyway, thank you for um sharing that and we won't make you look stupid. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, I wasn't recording. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, Emily, welcome back. Wow. So much has happened. So much has happened. It took us a little while. Oh, yeah, on the planet. Yes, a lot lot has happened on the planet. A lot has happened on the planet. (laughs) Well, I guess maybe we shouldn't even, like, refer to seasons and time and... Maybe this exists in a vacuum, in a bubble. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> That's probably really smarter. Get... Yeah. You never know how long it's going to take. Sometimes, right. because right. this is not easy. This is really hard. We had a f- we had like a false positive with the very <laughs> first episode. Just the efficiency of it was out of this world, and we're realizing that um, that was the outlier and everything else takes a bit of time. You know, there's, I don't want to be like, there's two types of people in this world, but you know, so far there's certain kinds of guests. Our first guest, Josh Staples, was, uh, I think, self-admittedly OCD. He came at a, how's this for the first thing? And it's like a complete song. So 
uh, and we're like, uh, good, really good. Then what? Yeah. What could we do? It was already like done. So anyway, and then there's the time, other type. The, the other, other type, type is like me, like a normal person. Yeah. Also, I I enjoyed the collaborative aspect of it. You know, like working with you guys on ideas and stuff, I thought it was really fun. Me too. I had a blast. and So um, much fun. I was just revisiting all our different renditions that we'd started of this. I was like, oh, right. I could totally <laughs> forgot about that. Before we get too deep into um, cover review here, I had uh, put out a poll on Instagram asking for people's opinion on the song in hand here, Hotel California. Oh, I didn't see that. It was a while ago when we did part <laughs> one. <laughs> So most of the responses were somewhere along the lines of, it's a good song, but it's totally overplayed, which, huh. you know, fair. Okay. Um, here's uh, <laughs> my personal favorite top comments. <laughs> Listener Lauren H. said, it sucks. It's way too long. The vibe is beachy and jammy, but the lyrics are creepy. WTF. <laughs> yes. I feel exactly yeah. the same way as Lauren right? H. Listener Love Lauren Alex, H. <laughs> Love Lauren H. Uh, listener Alex W. says. Um, <laughs> Are these just like your uh, best friends or what? Right? Like, okay. Is this like your brother or something? So Alex W. says, basically a bad Yelp review with a solo. <laughs> yep. Totally. Mm-hmm. And listener Jeff L says, nah, if I was ever on your new Turd Polisher podcast, this would be the song I'd pick. Ha ha ha. <laughs> well, they're oh. not going to be on the podcast because we're not doing... Right? We're Sorry, not Jeff. Fucking, yeah, we're not doing yeah, this shit again. Yeah, would you guys like to, do, like to do it again? Do it again? Nope. Uh, one and done. Yeah. I would say one and done for sure, unless like this becomes some sort of like thing where it's like, you know, season two or season ten, we right. re- redo a song. Songs. Yeah. <laughs> But I can't imagine spending any more time in this in this song world right now. Here's something that's been an experience for me. I should tell you, uh, Navi. Maybe you can you can agree with this or what? But Emily, I figured I should tell you. When doing this podcast, these songs aren't mine and Navi's number one least favorite song. But as I spend more time with them, I understand deeper why they would be someone's least favorite song and certainly with this song i mean i think i understood kind of right away why this would be your least favorite song and i hate it now i mean i don't know if i (laughs) you know i could live without it before and now i cannot live with it if that makes any sense um so i'm right there with you and you know it gets stuck in your head and we've talked about that it's like an earworm and our cover (laughs) gets stuck in my head too in a different way it's very catchy you know like i Woke up in the morning and um, my partner was like, you know what song I've had playing in my head all night? And I was like, yes, Hotel California. And we'd both just been like hearing our version like over and over <laughs> in our heads all night. I was like, so we found, I, I definitely think we stayed true to the spirit of the song in that way. Although I do, it's probably early to say this, but I, I think it's, I like it better than the original. So uh, I was just going to say, I remember before we started recording, um, you said maybe it would be sort of an experience where I would start liking the song or find things to like about it. But Mm -hmm. I feel the same way you do. Like I actually like it less now than I did (laughs) before, which I didn't know that was possible, but it, it was horrible. It was, it was so hard. It was so hard to work on this song. I think that's another reason why it took so long for me at least. Um, Because I'd be like, you know, 
if if there was a new take for me to record vocals on, I'd be like, all right, cool, yeah, I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. There's, it's hard to have like a sense of urgency, which of course we didn't <laughs> want to impose on you, but I, and I, I think that's just another reason why we wouldn't impose that on you. Or, um, you know, Navi and I having patience for our guest is really important for the process because you're you're doing a lot of the uh, emotional labor in this process. <laughs> you know, like we're we're spending we get to like be tourists in your trauma, and you you're having to revisit your trauma. It's very different. So you know, visiting for the first time for us or yeah. the hundredth time for you. So I really appreciate that. And um, and I'm sorry. I should just say that. Uh, I apologize. It was pure torture. <laughs> Um, okay, so maybe it's a good time to get into our process here because, like Navid alluded to, we had a lot of different, like, maybe it should be like this, maybe it should be like this. We all, <laughs> I believe we all, like, submitted ideas for a direction and they were all too similar to the original at first. Like, mm -hmm. we were all just like, yeah. how about this? And it's like, this sounds like Hotel California, like, a lot. And yeah. um, it, took some, it took some time to get away from it. Yeah, so the first thing we did was we talked about maybe doing, like, a Depeche Mode-style cover of it. And so um, I made like a little loop. And that wasn't the interpretation of Depeche Mode that the others had, perhaps. So mm. then we tried a kind of slower electronic like oh, yeah, the uh, halftime. Sequenced, yeah, the kind of halftime, like, sequenced bass. Those clips will be played here. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. And, yeah, like you said, Kate, like, they just sounded like Hotel California with the different instrumentation and that just wasn't getting far enough just everything you hate about it was still there yeah, yeah. right totally and you know it's including the length like we were like oh this it needed to be shorter still i remember too like mm -hmm. it was just like we can't hang out in this in this world too long we want to get out of this world as, as soon as possible um yeah. and then at which point did we finally arrive at what we ended up with we did some back and forth and then i think emily even did Vocals. On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my and we were all just kind of like, eh. And then yeah. from there, um, I had the thought, like, just get so far away from this and just kind of went for like a straight up top 40 pop rendition yeah. with completely different chords. Yeah, I remember uh, we were still doing the Depeche Mode type thing mm -hmm. and. Um, my question in the email was maybe we should make it maybe we could make it like more of a pop structure but i was thinking like 80s pop still you know like i yeah. was thinking like i don't know manic monday or something <laughs> right. and, uh, yeah. and and then next thing you came back with that like fully modern pop structure and song and it was Awesome. No joke. Pulled up a Katy Perry song <laughs> and like section by section emulated it to be uh, to be our song. I'm losing my self-control. Yeah, you're starting to trickle back in. 
Well, and the That's more we awesome. worked with it, the more we like yeah. cut parts of it too. We're just yeah. like, yeah, maybe less verses, even less verses. And then, and when you when you made the new structure, you cut out half the chorus as well. Yeah. <laughs> It's so good. I love how much we cut. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. It helps a lot. Yeah, totally. Less to hate. At first, I was like, you know, looking at the lyrics and going, well, we kind of, I mean, there's this line that's iconic and this and that. And then after a while, I was like, no, that's stupid. It's so long. Like some of it needs to be cut and none of it's really good to me. <laughs> so the concept, like the more I listened and you know the more like versions of that new pop style i was so excited about like turning it into a like this is basically a song about a party hotel that's yeah has no totally. no depth to it at all yeah and it totally ended up being just like a so typical pop of like this is a song about dancing and having a good time and yeah. drinking alcohol and was like, all the <laughs> yeah all the like lines that you left in there were just like ah this doesn't sound this is a nice place what a lovely yeah. place <laughs> there's pink champagne everywhere pink champagne yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. And I had that feeling too. Like, at some point, like, are we gonna let some of these go? Like, not like my gr- my grasp was that tight on it to begin with, but it was like, even I felt part of me like, is it still the same song if, you know, we cut two thirds of it out, um, <laughs> yeah, and gut it? But it still is, and you know, I still think it's very much. You can call this a cover of Hotel California. So Navid. You sent us yes. the Katy the Katy Perry emulation, mm-hmm. and then and then what happened? I feel like I sent mm-hmm. a demo that was longer, maybe, and then we talked about cutting some, and um, and then I adjusted some of the lyrics a little bit. The parts where it's saying like, "Her mind is Tiffany twisted." My mind is Tiffany twisted. She's got the Mercedes Benz. I got the Mercedes Benz. So I just switched that to me you know singing about myself like every pop song does yeah i like i liked that yeah and then i think you did before we got the final vocal from m you did your guitar solo too right so i did the guitar solo and then i did some uh i did that on electric guitar but then i have this really cool toy that navid lent me which is called the digital guitar a casio digital guitar which it uh the first time i picked it up in navid's studio he said you guys were made for each other or something along those yeah. lines. It was like <laughs> yeah. an instrument that was so made for me. It's like this weird yeah. guitar. I mean, yes, it functions as a MIDI guitar kind of in a, in a classic sense, but it's like a guitar. It's a keyboard that you play like a guitar. So it's not a keytar. It's like got plastic strings and you strum them and they make Casio keyboard sounds. Huh. And so I use that, to, I use that for the kind of like um, rat-a-tat, Yeah, like that, the, e- the kind of Ebo vibes bridge. The, yeah. Like, after the solo kind of. Yeah. So that's what I use for that. And I just sort of like did layers of it. And so I could harmonize it. Yeah, I did some like kind of wailing cheese ball guitar. 
I mean, like, I figured as short as it was, I still needed to put, like, some cheese ball guitar. For sure. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't shred as much as the Eagles shred, perhaps. Yeah, so I sent that. And honestly, too, like, I didn't have the lyrics yet, so I didn't really know, like, where shit was supposed to be. And I, you know, said it to Navi, like, you're probably gonna have to move this. Yeah. Boy, did I move that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you added guitar to the end, also. Yes. Something that you moved there, Navid, or? Yeah. Okay. It's cool. It sounds really cool. Thanks. Well, you know, it sounds cool because Navid moved it, I think. Oh. It, <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> um, it was originally it just a... over the whole verse and the whole song. <laughs> yeah. He just moved the notes so that they were right. I just sort of was like, wow, just one-handed kind of guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, yeah, I'm a drummer, so I just hit the guitar and just, Navid put it through some effects, you know, uh, T-Pain processors and yeah. vocoders. <laughs> it, it made it really guitar-like. It was pretty cool. Right. Boy, what a nightmare that would be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then, Emily, you put your final lyrics on, like your, you know, second run of, of real, real lyrics. And that, at that point, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so sick. So <laughs> good. And um, I said to Navid, at some point, like, we emailed, like, 100 emails back and forth. And at some point, I was like, I don't want to, like, leave Emily out of this conversation at all. But I just, like, lately, I've just been calling Navid. And it's been like, let me just say this to you. I'll just, like, hum this to you. <laughs> because I started sending, like, those, like, voice memos. Like, you know, and, like, I'm just like, uh-huh. what about, like, bow, chicka, bow, wah, wah, like the, you know. <laughs> and then they disappear unless he keeps them. And just thinking, like, wow, if we could all be in the same room how fast this would go yeah and (laughs) you know like i like that that element and that challenge of it obviously i wish we could all hang out and stuff but um it's an interesting challenge to see like the collaborative process we all have to be so patient with each other and sort of like here's my idea and tomorrow i'll find out what they think about it maybe and yeah in real time i feel like so much of that process would have been very fast like an hour or two and it took you know two months or whatever what sorry it took some amount of time (laughs) (laughs) whatever time is right Uh, yeah So anyway, yeah, even still, so fun to see it kind of slowly progress. I mean, we definitely got away from the Mexican reggae, like all the way. You know, there's not a there's not a not a shred of reggae in there, um, which I'm I'm very I'm fond of that fact. Me too. And I I mean, I guess that's basically it. Like there was a bunch of notes of sort of just tweaks, and finally it was refined down to this sweet little pop ditty. Right? I mean, was there any other like yeah, events well, it, that took place? I think those were the major those were the major events. Everything else was just kind of, you know, Cleaning the boring up. part of making music. Yeah. <laughs> and though, so now it's done and uh, I guess the the question is, Emily, how do you feel about it? Like how do you feel about the cover? I'm super stoked on this cover. I'm so so happy with it. Um I I'm not like the biggest top 40 music fan or anything i like some of it i like it depends on my mood um but i it's definitely not the main thing that i listen to but i just really love how much we destroyed this song yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like if for for um for true eagles fans and like i kind of wish the eagles could hear it um because it's it will be like sacrilege to them what we yeah, did take to that song. dawn yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder I, I really wonder about that i wonder if um like i wonder did we destroy the song so much that the eagles themselves couldn't enjoy it and i guess that's a good thing 
it's sort of revenge. I mean, retribution of some kind. That's at how the very I least, felt. The more we worked Good. on it, the more I was like, take that. Take that, Eagles. Hotel California. Yeah. Look what we're doing to this song. <laughs> I yeah. could imagine them listening to this and being like, no, no. Yes. You're totally missing the point. You're totally, you cut out the key lyrics. It makes no sense now. Yeah. <laughs> now it makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, these fools. You thought you could simplify? You can't. Every note of the original has to be there it's a code it's part of a, a bigger message right not anymore we left the kulitas line so that's that's <laughs> that's good i know You're... i was just recently thinking that i should have said um carnitas yes yeah. carnitas yes <laughs> i in the world of parody being a weird al fan as i am you know i actually have a project called wired al and it's a parody of weird al and <laughs> oh, all awesome. the songs are about food so, yeah, right there, I'm like, oh, make it about tacos. Make the whole song about tacos, right. you know. <laughs> but that's that's not what we do on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And and so you're feeling good about it, uh, and I'm so glad. I'm yeah, so glad. I, I feel like it totally could be a cover by, like, Lady Gaga or Katy Perry. Like, the way that Naveed did the production on it and everything and all the vocal effects. And it just it sounds so good, and it, I would not be surprised to hear that on the radio well maybe maybe this is our big hit <laughs> maybe <What>? oh no <laughs> this no. is the royalties <laughs> yeah or this is how we end up in court that's yeah, how exactly. you know you really made it yeah <laughs> it's a little too similar and we're we're fucked yeah that right. katie perry is going to be sending us a cease and desist letter soon oh i thought you were talking about the eagles don't they like to yeah. sue people a lot i probably <laughs> It's just, it's going to come from every angle. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's going to want a piece of us after this. Um, yeah, no, I wonder, like, because I, too, Emily, am not really a pop fan. You know, whatever, I respect it and stuff, but I don't really listen to it, honestly. And, you know, obviously, I'm part of this, like, to make music with your friends. I think in order to make it good, you got to put yourself into it and try to make it, you know, try to make it so you enjoy it, which is sort of the, the point of this whole this whole thing and like I've really enjoyed this and I like this and I wonder though if I heard this on the radio would I just turn it off is it like <laughs> yeah. that you know is this that successful of a pop song that I'd be like ew change it you know like yeah. you, yeah. like I don't know maybe it is and that's a that's a Did success in its own a right different a different monster you know yeah yeah I kind of wonder that too I I feel like if I heard this on the radio I would be like ugh, but I'd also be like that's awesome that they destroyed yeah. Hotel California <laughs> Yeah, much yeah. respect like, yeah <laughs> i'm sure like when we talked about the gypsy kings version we were like have you heard that and you're like no i don't want to fucking hear a cover of my least favorite song <laughs> so i i guess, like if we were like hey emily do you want to hear this cool like Katy perry style one you'd be like fuck no i don't want to hear that right so cool well and um navid how do you feel about the cover i'm super stoked on how it turned out i enjoyed the like the journey it took to get to where it was. Um, I like top 40 pop. So yeah, this was super fun for me to like go into full, like quote unquote producer mode, like do my best Calvin Harris impression. Um, it was good. It was, it was very good practice to make a style of music that I don't get to make otherwise, you know? Yeah. You did it so awesome. well. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You did a great job and yes. you flowed, flowed out of you. Very naturally. Float, flew? <laughs> it flew. Well, I meant like like a flow. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> a flautist. 
like a flout yeah. oh like a flauta like this is still the taco <laughs> theme i get it yeah um yeah this thing came out the cheese at melting down and this flauta was spewing out of you brother uh, it was right. beautiful and delicious yeah for me you know it's such a such a departure for me like you know never would i would i ever suggest that we go this direction you know what i mean I wouldn't be like, let's go like fucking pop. Cause I don't, that's not my wheelhouse or whatever, like at all. And, um, so it was, it was, it was a nice experience for me to try and give it my best shot to like, I don't know. So, you know, I think sometimes my ticket in, if I'm being honest, is like humor to nail it, you know, to really like, I want to nail this like 80s style solo. If I do it, I laugh. Because it's like, right. this remi- this reminds me of, like, Top Gun or something. And it's like, if I do a shitty version of it, it won't make me laugh. It'll be like, oh, this is a shitty. So that's my ticket in. But that's how I know that I'm hitting the target. Then when I listen to it, I'm like, this sounds like pop music. This sounds real. So that's always a fun challenge for me to get out of my comfort zone. And, and I think you really nailed, like, you nailed that, like, rat-a-tat guitar work yeah totally i love that suggestion well thank you thanks very much yeah i'm I'm glad i think everyone did a great job and um even with the distance it brought us closer and we you know and i'm so glad that like i mean i'm so glad it's done and i'm so (laughs) glad that i i don't i didn't find this to be like i mean again emily was carrying the emotional labor aspect you were doing a lot of the heavy lifting as far as producing navid so i mean it's sort of privileged for me to say this but i don't think it was as labor intensive as it could have been am i okay to say like is that something you guys can agree with or oh yeah 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 it it totally was it was i mean and what i said before about i would kind of procrastinate on on doing it because i just really didn't want to work on i I didn't want to have this song in my head Basically, it, that was I feel like that was subconscious too. But then as soon as I'm in the recording booth and actually recording it, it's super fun and I'm totally enjoying it. And I'm really enjoying in, in this specific case. I'm enjoying like basically pretending to be a pop singer. Like it's not like I always sing like that. So totally. it was a really it was a really fun exercise for me, too. And I, I do feel the same way you do about that. It wasn't that hard, but that's I feel like that's because Naveed did so much. Naveed did like pretty much everything. <laughs> it never felt uh, it never felt difficult. I don't, it was really fun to do. Oh, good. So it like it was all, you know, we all like making. Yeah, music. I was just gonna say so that it's not too. Like someone was like, <laughs> yeah. it's a knife point. Like make this Hotel California Katy Perry cover. It's like oh god no. <laughs> Yeah, and there's something to be said, too, for that, like, this comes up for me a lot in conversation about, like, team work or, like, team problem solving. Like, when you're in a band, I remember as a younger fellow and, like, going on tour and there's certain strengths that people have. And I remember being younger and some of us would sort of resent, like, this dude never helps load the fucking van. He's always talking to people and selling merch and stuff. And I'd be like, that's, like, his strength. And it's okay to be really good at loading the van. You know what I'm saying? Like, if everyone kind of, like, lean into their strengths in a team, then yeah. the ball is rolling. It's You know what I mean? Like, the if every wheel on the shopping cart is spinning smoothly, then the shopping cart is really coasting down the aisle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the produce aisle. So um, I, I always I always enjoy that. And, you know, certainly, like, if Navid, you were like, I don't want to fucking do this. It, yeah. wouldn't have, it wouldn't have moved so smoothly. I think that could be said for anybody. And so I could tell Navid was having a good time. Otherwise, we would have just deleted it. And no, you, yeah. this conversation didn't even need to happen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
And I, I call him. We can pull the plug anytime, Navid. Anytime. You say the word, boom. <laughs> it's over. It never happened. Okay, and what else? Emily, um, what are you up to? Do you want to, like, plug some projects or talk about any um, non-turd polisher, non-trauma revisiting that you're <laughs> up to right now? Um, I am working on songwriting, um, and I've got two songs done which is really exciting but that's not not necessarily something that's uh ready for people to listen to yeah i just uh i also just created my merch store finally i had no merch store online for like two years probably or three years maybe and i have lots of vinyl and lots of vinyl And uh, so that that's a thing. That's what I've been working on. That and my new record, which I'm really excited about. Cool. That's about it. Um, I'm excited about that, too. That's awesome. Do you want to plug your Patreon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah so I, I am also constantly working on my Patreon where there's like, it, it's basically, if you don't know about Patreon, it's a sort of a membership sort of with rewards tiers where you can support an artist uh, of many different kinds. And uh, mine is, let's see, I have so many different rewards that I'm always trying to maintain. Oh, I do a cover song every month. I do a different cover song that a patron has requested and I send out birthday songs and I do handwritten lyric sheets. There's just a lot. There's a lot going on over there. And it's just patreon.com slash survival guide with no vowels. That's that's where you can find ah. me everywhere online. Um, almost all of my handles are just S-R-V-V-L-G-D. That's rad. Cool. Um, okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And all right, you two. Well, Emily, hopefully I'll see you around and uh, yeah. let us know if you have another song you hate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think about that. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, see you guys later. Bye. All right. Bye. On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair, warm smell of colitas rising up through the air. Up ahead in the distance, I saw a shimmering light. My head grew heavy, my sight grew dim. I had to stop for the night. Welcome to the hotel, California. Such a lovely place. Tonight, 1999.